Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, November 17th of 2020. And so for as calm as it's been, you know, it's Wednesday, we had a really calm Monday, we had a really calm Tuesday. Obviously last week was kind of busy. Uh, Today, something in every country. Sometimes a couple things, sometimes just one thing. Uh, So it's a busier day, which I knew was going to happen. I think things are going to be a little chill tomorrow, kind of, but like not super really. Um, But like today, things were busy. Uh, And that's okay. Sometimes it's fun to have that. Um, And so we are going to jump right in with the Belgian royal family. Belgium. In Belgium today, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde visited a province, so they visited Flemish, uh, sorry, Flemish Brabant, which turns out I've been saying wrong for the better part of almost two years now, um, and also wrong in my life for the past, well, uh, let's see, eight, eight years. Um, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) Turns out, uh, it's a short A, so it's Brabant versus Brabant, which is what I was saying, um, which is, you know, it's fine. I knew, I've known for a little while that I've been saying it wrong, and so I've been trying to correct it slowly, and today I was finally like, okay, how do you officially say this? So, I have corrected it, um, and such is life. No big deal. So, they visited a couple of different locations in Flemish Brabant. Um, they started by visiting, and I'm just going to put like an eating disorder trigger warning here. I'm not going to talk about it too much, um, but they did it the next couple of minutes or next minute has to do with that. Um, so, trigger warning there. Um, so, they started by visiting an eating disorder treatment center. Um, which is a psychiatric in uh, residency treatment um, for recovery from an eating disorder. Um, so they learned about the work being done, as well as there is a school, a satellite school in the treatment center. That way, um, particularly the young people there um, are able to continue going to their to school. Um, and continue receiving their education while also getting better. Um, So I think that is really, really important. Um, So I thought that was a really great visit and like something that I didn't see coming. Like, I mean, I I knew as of yesterday it was happening, but like I didn't didn't expect something like that. I think it's a really important cause. Um, So... That was their first stop, and then they also visited, this one confuses me, um, a company that is the leading company in sugar beet scenes production, I think, in Belgium. So this is a company, it's like a scientific research company that is also developing new variations of a sugar beet seed for, 
I, I don't really understand. Um, I know also, I know very little about agriculture and also extremely little about sugar beet seeds. Um, I had to like even confirm that that was the right thing, but alas, it was. Um, and so they did that. Um, and then they finished their day at the Averbode Abbey to celebrate the 900th, 900 anniversary of the Order of the Primatres, uh, which is probably an order of like monks, um, that either reside or function within this abbey. I'm not entirely sure. There wasn't a whole lot of description. Um, I didn't find, like, I didn't really search very hard for a description of this, but that is what I assume given the attire of the people in the order, the men in the order that they met. I would assume that they live a somewhat monk life. And so my conclusion is that because it's in a Catholic church, they are therefore Catholic monks. Um, I could be wrong, but that is my conclusion. Um, and then they also, so this is like kind of throughout the day, but they, their final, final, final stop was at the city hall, um, where they went in, um, and had a meeting with the representatives, at least I think. And then also, um, met, like there were people gathered outside. So they were able to like say hello to the people that came to see them. Um, so that is the provincial visit. I am very glad it happened. I was genuinely not sure it would, um, just because the, much like in the Netherlands, the Belgian cases of COVID are rising, much like in the rest of the world. But I did kind of expect Belgium to do a similar shutdown to the Netherlands. So far they have not, which I am very happy about. Um, so that was their morning, and then in the afternoon, early evening, they received um, the President and First Lady of Botswana, who are currently visiting um, the European Union, which is located in Brussels. So they were able to meet with the King and Queen. Um, so the President of Botswana is on like a European trip uh, to promote some of the changes that he's hoping to implement in the country. Um, he was in London as of like as early as this morning um, and has just been really working on talking about the development of his country. So that was really important. Um, and that is the day in Belgium. So now we are going to move over to the British royal family. In the UK, uh, there was just a lot. There was a lot going on. So we will start with Queen Elizabeth's event. Yes, that is right. She had an in-person event today. Typically, I don't think this is something they would normally share. Um, however, after pulling out of the uh, Remembrance Sunday ceremony, I think, and me included, I think the panic kind of became a little more... Um, oh my gosh, what is going on versus like, oh, this is concerning. Um, but for her to miss the Remembrance Sunday, I think struck fear into a lot of people. So they were, I think, needed to do this uh, with some photography and video as well. 
Um, but today she received the outgoing chief of the defense staff, um, which is the basically military chief of staff. Um, so like the person in charge of a lot of military decisions, um, kind of directly underneath what I would assume is the minister for defense. Um, I'm not entirely sure of that, but like, that's how the U S is. Like we have, uh, the joint chiefs of staff, um, which is a basically military leader of each branch of our military. Um, so I would assume it's the same concept, at least a little bit. Um, and so he has, I think, decided to retire. I'm not entirely sure. But he had a meeting with the Queen today to mark that occasion. Um, so that was really lovely. I think the dog in the video has stolen the show. Um, even though, in theory, you should all, we should all be paying attention to the Queen. There was a dog. I mean, it, it was great. Um... She, of course, had the corgis for so long, but now has, like, these, um, docks and corgi mixes, and they're just adorable, um, so that was really fun. So, that is, uh, Queen Elizabeth's event, and then we have the second day of the trip to Jordan for the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall. Um, so today was very much, uh, more on their own. You know, yesterday they were accompanied by the royal family of Jordan today was much more like them doing things that relate to their interests and passions. Um, so first they both visited the Omkai, maybe colonnade, which is, um, a ancient ruin that you can visit, that you can see, um, various different historical amazing points, um, such as, and they saw these, um, the, uh, it's a view of the Golan Heights and then also of the Sea of Galilee, um, which again, both have extreme historical significance. Um, so they started there, um, which, and so the, this colonnade has been restored by an organization called Turquoise Mountain, which is actually an organization that the Prince of Wales established to do restoration projects like this, um, of historical landmarks for throughout the world. So they visited that first and then they split their agenda, at least from what I can tell in the, the digging that I did, um, Charles visited a local community center in Amman um, with the International Rescue Committee, which he is patron of. He was made patron of um, International Rescue Committee in like March or earlier this year at least, um, and is therefore the first uh, UK patron of the organization. Um, so he visited the uh, community center that provides a lot of ongoing community support um, and programming. So he did that. Uh, meanwhile, the Duchess of Cornwall or Camilla visited a school. Um, so it's a secondary school for girls. Um, so she visited that to learn about the education system specifically for girls in Jordan, um, as well as, um, an event with women of the world, which is an organization headquartered in the UK that Camilla is patron of, um, and was launching like a Jordan chapter. Um, so this was like their establishing meeting so that she attended that. Um, and then at the end of the day, so this evening, and this all isn't like complete, the 
Clarence House social media hasn't shared this yet. I, again, expect it to be shared in the morning. However, last night's reception wasn't shared today, so we'll see. Um, but from what I can tell, they attended an event celebrating the 100th anniversary of the creation of modern-day Jordan. So Jordan has been, obviously... Um, around for an extremely long time, but like the Middle East has changed so much um, that what we consider modern day Jordan has only existed in its entirety for a hundred years. So they marked that centenary celebration. So that is the royal family trip to Jordan. Um, day two, we have two more days I'm not sure when the switch to Egypt happens. My guess is tomorrow, but like I'm not convinced of that. Um, it's just kind of what I'm expecting. So that is their event. And then also today, the Duke of Cambridge attended the Joint Ministerial Council um, and spoke on the environment in both the British, like the UK, so England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland, um, but also in the British territories overseas. Um, so they have territories uh, similar to like the Netherlands has territories, the US has territories, um, so as well as those that are governed by the same realm, but obviously have very different landscape and environment than England, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales, Northern Ireland. I apologize. Um, so that is what was going on in the UK today. Uh, tomorrow should be an exciting day in the British Royal family world. At least I think I'm excited about it. Um, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how exciting it ends up being. Um, but with that, we are going to go ahead now and move over to the Danish royal family. Denmark. In Denmark today, there were two different events. So one is an event that we talk about, I think about four times a year. Um, it's called the Queen's Watch Parade, which is, um, I think, held every three months. I think it's held on a quarterly basis um, because it marks the end of a service period for the Royal Guard, um, which I I think that's what it's called is the Royal Guard, but it is the specific military attachment used for guarding palaces and the royal family, etc. So, um, they serve, I think, for like a three-month basis at various palaces. I'm not entirely sure how it works. Um, I really just wish they would do an explainer on this so I could explain it better, but they, they don't. Um, so, I just... Every, every couple... Every time I get a little bit more information, essentially. So this parade also is where Queen Margrethe delivers the watch to the best guard, which is he, that person is chosen by his or her peers. I think it's only men. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but specifically today, his peers. 
um, who like vote for their best comrade. Um, so she delivered that watch. And then it's also because it's a parade. It is also a review of the guard, um, that Margretha takes. So that is what was going on today for Queen Margretha. And then also today, Crown Prince Frederick attended a conference, um, at the School of Public Management that also bears his name. So it's the Crown Prince Frederick School of Public Management, um, which I think is at our house, Aarhus University. Um, and so today's conference was all about leadership in times of crisis. So very specifically focused on the COVID crisis that the world is going through right now. Um, you know, we're at a point that while yes, we are still living in a pandemic and a crisis, um, we are used to it now. And so we can really take some time to start reflecting on things that we could have done better, um, you know, specifically in these countries that are like doing great, um, that have been able to remove their restrictions and such. So that is what the conference was focused on today. And that is what was going on in the Danish royal family. From what I can tell, they have a pretty chill week, which doesn't surprise me from coming off of a state visit like that. Um, and I know, I think at least Crown Princess Mary is going to start taking on some events at the end of the week, or maybe she's just off this week. I can't remember. Um, I think she is just kind of like not doing events this week, which is fine. Um, she has been ahead in engagement counts from the rest of the royal family for a couple months in a row. So I think that's fine. Um, so with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to the Dutch royal family. The Netherlands. Today's event in the Netherlands uh, has changed a little bit since I wrote it down uh, Monday night, Tuesday morning, one of those two, um, in that originally Queen Maxima was supposed to open this hospital, um, do like the official opening ribbon cutting thing. Um, it's the Amphia Hospital that, um, anyway, so she was supposed to open it is what it said a few days ago, um, that has since changed. And instead of that, it became kind of a working visit, like a, um, much more businessy, less ceremonial kind of thing. So, um, and that is of course due to the ongoing pandemic situation within the country. Um, so while we aren't seeing a ton of at-home events, which is kind of what I expected to happen, um, we are seeing a lot of shifts. Um, and granted, we are seeing more at-home events than was anticipated. Um, but so today at the hospital, she was able to tour the facility, speak with um, staff and patients about different um services that the hospital provides. And then she was also able to get an update on the COVID crisis and how that is currently affecting the specifically, 
specific hospital um, and the work that they are doing because anytime there is such a dramatic increase in cases, it of course affects the day-to-day operations of any hospital um, because the focus really then needs to be put on COVID and COVID cases that are extreme. And so that is what the event was. Um, It was lovely. Um, I am really glad that the Dutch Royal family is somehow navigating this really weird shutdown period. Um, you know, we all kind of thought we were past these kind of shutdown lockdown situations. Um, and the Dutch government said, actually, no, we had hoped not to ever do one of these again, but just due to the dramatic increase, um, you know, we need to put in some measures again. And so that is what they have done. Um, And I think the Dutch royal family is adapting as best as possible, much like everyone else would be. So that is what was going on today in the Netherlands. Um, Crown Princess Victoria was supposed to do her visit starting tomorrow. I am very sad that that has been canceled. Um, But I also understand, of course. So anyway, um, with that, let's go ahead and move over to Norway. I was very happy to see Norway back in action completely. So there have been some like audience and stuff, audiences and stuff going on behind the scenes. Um, but just due to the way this podcast is running now, I don't talk about those things anymore unless they're like publicized on the Royal Household's website or social media. Um, simply as time goes on and days get busier in the royal households, it just isn't feasible to really do that anymore. Um, so we've adjusted. Um, but today Crown Prince Akun, who is serving as regent again, um, so it must be that like King Harald is on like a vacation and only took a, a break from that vacation for the state visit because Akun has been regent for a few days. Um, and the state visit ended like Thursday or something. And I think Akun was listed as regent by Monday. So such is life. Um, so anyway, today he attended, Akun attended the 75th anniversary celebration for like the housing authority in Norway. Um, so this is an organization that was created after World War II to build up the housing, provide housing to people. Um, Norway was a occupied country during the war. And so there was a lot of destruction that happened in the, um, the fight for occupation. Um, and then afterwards when the war was kind of over, there was some, um, destruction as well from, the Nazis who were occupying the area. Um, so there was a need for new housing. And so 
the housing authority was created um, and has now combined different housing organizations to create like the largest conglomerate of them um, and is responsible for the new builds of like 10% of each new build in the country um, and is really now doing some work on making housing accessible to everyone including young people um, because young people like now it is at least in the U.S. and presumably everywhere since the Norwegian people decided, like, the royal household decided to comment on this as well. Buying a house as a young person now, almost never going to happen. Like, eventually it does, um, but not without insane mortgage payments and crazy town everything. Like, it is bizarre how hard it is to buy a house now um, versus... You know, when my mom, my parents were buying a house or my grandparents were buying a house, like that was easy. Uh, and now it is just very much not. So um, they were talking about that a little bit. So that was like a focus. Um, but yeah, it was just the 75th anniversary celebration of an organization that really focuses on housing for people in the country. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and so now we are going to move over to the Spanish royal family. Spain. In Spain today, as discussed, King Felipe attended the Cotec Europe summit. So Cotec is an organization that focuses on innovation within, um, at least Cotec Spain is innovation on Spanish companies. Um, there are Cotecs established in Portugal and Italy as well. So every two years they hold a summit between all three Cotecs, the Cotecs of Europe. Um, and they rotate between the three countries. So the last one was held in Naples, Italy. The one before that was in Portugal. And now it is Spain's turn and they were in Malaga, which is in um, Andalusia, I think. Yeah, it is. So um, they, they being King Felipe, um, and as we have been talking about kind of all week, the president of Italy and President of Portugal were also both in attendance. Uh, the Italian president is on an official state visit, um, and the president of Portugal was literally in Spain two days ago. Um, it's my favorite thing. He just, like, jumps on over into Spain and then goes back to Portugal and then jumps back over to Spain. Uh, we see the Portuguese president a lot in Spain. Um, it's fun. It's a fun time. So, anyway... Um, they all attended this Cotec Europe summit. Um, King Felipe, well, all of the heads of state gave speeches at the closing session. Obviously, King Felipe gave a speech as well. Um, and then he also, all three, again, presided over, like, the closing dinner, um, where at least King Felipe gave a speech. That's the only one I've seen pictures of. Um, but yeah, so that was the day in Malaga. Um, I don't talk about Kotec too much because like, I don't know, it's just not like, 
super fun, but King Felipe is honorary president and has been going to Kotec events. Um, he took them over for sure when he was king, but like, I think even went as the Prince of Astorius, um, he either went by himself or accompanied his father, the then King Juan Carlos. Um, so yeah, so that is that there are some like, there are some things tomorrow. I wouldn't say that they're like major events, but they are certainly events that are happening. Um, but nothing too intense tomorrow for the Spanish royal family. Um, so with that, we are going to go ahead now and finish off this episode with the Swedish royal family. Sweden. In Sweden today, there were two events that um, the royal household decided to publish on their homepage. Um, I will say Sweden is possibly the worst at doing this. There have been a lot of events this week that like I have not talked about because while I am aware that they happened, I have not seen photos or anything from it sometimes until like two days later. Um, this happened last week too, and it was driving me crazy. Um, it's just really hard to talk about their day-to-day -day events because they don't update day-to-day. -day, it doesn't seem like, um, so anyway, today they decided to give two updates, which I think is fantastic. Um, so today King Carl Gustav received new ambassadors. So he met with the ambassadors from Norway, Latvia. Um, sorry, I'm like going through these in my brain and I'm not looking at my script. Hang on a second. Uh, Norway, Latvia, Rwanda, and Georgia. So he held that audience at the Royal Palace in Stockholm. Um, and one thing I love, and I don't know that any other royal household does this, is King Carl Gustav changes the order that he's wearing. So like the sash, um, every audience with a new ambassador. So if he has a specific order for that country, he will wear it. Um, I think that's the only person who does that, at least to my knowledge. Um, you know, I've seen obviously all of these, um, take place. And the only one I don't think I have a full picture of is Norway. Like, I don't completely know what that ceremony is like at this point, but I don't think King Harald wears different orders, but King Carl Gustav does, and it's really fun, and I think it's really respectful um, to do that. So that is what was going on first, and then he also held a meeting with the Swedish Association for the Promotion of Sports. Um, this is one that they put on the website but didn't share like a super big ton of information on. Um, so that is what was going on today in Sweden. I would like to say, even though all country, all seven countries had at least one event and some of them had two or three, I am really proud that I got this in under 35 minutes. Um, so yay for that. I also felt like I was speeding through some things. I apologize if I was talking too fast. You can just play this on like 0.75 speed. Um, but 
anyway, that is what was going on today. So please check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, shop the Daily Royal on Etsy, and like and review this podcast wherever you are listening. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Thursday. Bye.